0: per gimel mishnayud Base three twelve. This mishnah is a fairly challenging mishnah, and I'm going to suggest that you learn it. Number one, if at all possible, inside, meaning you have a text in front of you so you can follow what's happening, um, and even make notes if you can inside your text uh, to keep track of what's happening here. And number two, I'm going to recommend that you learn this mishnah with the next mishnah in the same sitting, if possible, uh, because they uh, refer one to the other. The first case the mission is pretty straightforward. It says, If a person lends containers to store this Shani, it's already been declared Maester Shani, you're just putting it to be stored in some container. It doesn't matter, even if you seal the container shut, like you cement them closed, so the container now is sort of like indefinitely, I'll call it uh, a receptacle that contains Maester Shani, it doesn't matter. The container doesn't become subordinate bottle to the Shani, meaning that the value of the total container, liquid plus container together, is not considered when you redeem the Shani. Rather you just consider the value of the liquid inside the container. So that's the first the first case. It stands alone. It stands alone, this is the part one of the Mishnah and we can almost have a good new paragraph or even new Mishnah so to speak, that if you're storing my Shani in a container and it was my before you put it in the container, and the container is just temporarily for use for that purpose, then when you redeem the sealed container, even if it's sealed, you only consider the value of the contents, the liquid inside, not the container also. Okay, that's part one. Part two, like a new paragraph, if you will. Zalaf stam. If you have containers, and you pour into those containers stam, Stam means, um, without specific designation, but Stam in this particular Mishnah means that what you're pouring inside the container is Tevel, meaning it's just untied produce. And you're going to pour this untied, let's say, wine into the container, and later on you'll designate some of the, you have many containers of Tevel, and you'll designate, for argument's sake, some of those containers to be the Maishr Shani. So Zalfa Stam, if you pour Tevel into these containers... Ajlo Gafan, and, and you don't seal the containers. Then Lokan Similarly, um, if you later come to re- redeem the contents of this container, which was subsequently declared Maeser after you put the Tevel in, since the, te- since the container is not sealed, it's just a temporary receptacle, and that being the case, when you consider the redemption price, the value you have to put out to redeem and deconsecrate this, let's say, wine in the container you don't consider the value of the container itself, just the liquid inside. However, Mishagafan, once you've sealed the container, meaning you you first seal the container, it's holding tevel, and then you identify this container to be a Meiser Sheni container. the a bottle of wine, and it's sealed, let's say, for argument's sake. And now you say that bottle, which was Tevil, now is going to be the Meiser Sheni for the collection of bottles that you're tithing. So then Kanamaser, at that point... The container also becomes part of the Meister Shani package, meaning now when you come to redeem the container of Meister Cheney, you will include not just the value of the liquid, but also the value of the container in the redemption price. You may recall that we discussed this in the first parak, the fourth Mishnah. We differentiated this very case. We said it depends uh, in terms of containers and whether you calculate the value of the container with the liquid. If it's normal to sell, Um, wine, let's say, in sealed containers, or if you sell it usually um, just, you know, by the bucket full and people on tap, so to speak, people come and will get the wine on tap, and they provide their own containers, etc. If you have a question, which this applies to here, um, the answer is we're talking, in this Mishnah, we're talking about where it's normal to store wine in containers, but hold that thought, we'll come back to that a little more in the next Mishnah. In any case, the second part of the Mishnah um, simply said that if you pour tevel, into a container, and then you declare the contents of that Tevel tev- as tev- Meister Shaney. If the question is, when you redeem it, do you consider the value of the container or not? The answer is, it depends if you seal the container before or after you declare that Tevel Meister Shaney. If you seal the container before you declared it Meister Shaney, and then you declared the whole container and its contents be Meister Shaini, so then its contents and container together become Meister Shaini in terms of the valuation. And if you first, prior to sealing the container, declare it to be Meister Shaini, and then you seal the container, then you do not consider the value of the container when you come to uh, redeem it. And the rationale is, I think, pretty intuitive. The idea is that if it's first sealed, you sort of declared this wine bottle, including both bottle and wine, to be Meister whereas if it's unsealed, you're just declaring the wine in the bottle to be Meister Shaini, and, um, and that's that. And again, as far as the question of does this apply to locales where they sell wine in sealed containers or unsealed containers, as we discussed in the first pair fourth mishnah, the answer is this is really only going to apply, according to the Bartanura, in a locale where it's normal to sell wine in sealed containers. Um, but hold that thought. we come back to that in the next mishnah. Okay, now, the next part of the mishnah is is going further off topic. It's a similar case, but we're leaving the world of Meisr Shani. So if you ask me, put a little line in your Mishnah here, writing writing that we're now lapsing to discuss the halachas of Truma. Truma, not Meisr Shani at all. And when it comes to Truma, if you recall, that the normal rules of ta'arovas don't apply if you have a mixture of chulin regular food, and Truma food together, the normal rules don't apply. You need to have if it's a min-bemino mixture, the same kind of things, like wine and wine mixing together, not the usual rove, or it's, or sometimes you need 60 if there's a mixture of tastes, What you need is 100 times. Actually, it's mechokas, if you recall, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. If you need 100 times heter or just more than 99 times heter, meaning does the total quantity of chulen, if you have one unit of truma, do you need a total of 100 and a bit, or do you need 101? The alach actually is a hundred and a bit, but throughout the mesechta, we've always simply referred to it as 101. Let's stick to that for now. So, again, when it comes to truma, you need to have not a hundred times of hetzer against it, but, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You need to have not 60 times, but a hundred times against it. The question is, if you have a container and it has truma inside of it, and it gets mixed up with other containers that have chulin inside of it, so you have a, a bunch of containers, when is the, Container of truma considered to be bottle That now you can eat from all the containers, and the Mishnah says, gafan." If you have not yet sealed the container, which has the chulin inside of it, so you have, let's say, you have a, for argument's sake, um, you have 101 containers. One of them has truma, 100 of them have chulin, and the, they're not sealed yet. Then olas That will be sufficient. We will look at it. Um, as if the hundred and one are commingled, and since you have a hundred times of heter regular f- food against one p- component of iser the truma that you can't eat, we will assume we will treat the hundred as being sufficient to annul the one, and that being the case, all the hundred and one are permissible to a non Cohen. Umishe But once you seal those containers, if you've sealed them, and then one unit of truma, one sealed container of truma gets mingled up with a hundred sealed units of Chulun. So then, Makachos B'chol that one sealed container of Truma will render the entire mixture forbidden. That's what Mekadshos means over here. The whole mixture of 101 or even a million and one containers all become forbidden. And the reason why is because certain things just aren't batel. We've already said that when it comes to trum, we've upped it to a hundred times against one. But there are certain things that, at least midrabanan, are considered to be used too significant to be allowed to be batal. You might be familiar with things like chabad, a portion of meat big enough to serve as a whole, like a whole portion of um, for a meal. That wouldn't be batal, for example, if you're familiar with that halacha. Or we have a beria, a whole living animal. So that means if a fly flies into the chalent, so we don't say, well, there's, you know, 60 times of meat and potatoes against the fly and the challenge is mutter. No, we do not say that. Um, as long as there's a whole unit of is or a whole fly inside there, the whole challenge is forbidden. You've got to get that fly out of there. No matter how many times you have of meat and potatoes against the, the fly, a whole fly is not batel. It's too significant as a barrier. And another category of things on the list of devar m'sheinim is things that are never batel, is um dovership of minion the kind of thing which is so significant that when you sell it you sell it um, by the count one at a time so that list exists in orla in the third pair of commission design um, things that are sold like that one of them is Javio tumos sealed barrels and this is that case over here since when you seal a you know sell a bottle of wine for argument's sake um, or barrel of wine for that matter um, you don't sell them by the pound or by the gallon you sell them by individual units bottle by bottle or container by container and that's the case over here so since that's the case the whole container can never be bottle so meaning if you had a million containers of of chulen and one bottle one container of truma mixed in you can't find which one's the truma so then all million and one bottles become forbidden to a non Kohen. what you'll have to do is you have to sell all a million and one to a Kohen. Um, who will pay you just for the million. He doesn't pay you for the millionth and first, because that one is true my belong belongs to him anyways. But he pays you all the value of all the rest. Um, and then that's that. But he, a cone will have to eat all the containers in the mixture because a davash of a something as significant as a sealed container of wine, can never become bottle. So that's what he said over here. Just the words one more time inside. Achlo lo If you haven't yet sealed the container's they're considered all as if they're open and sort of poured together. Then olus beecher then indeed 101 total units, meaning one of iser, truma, and 100 of chulen, um heter, together, would be sufficient to make the mixture permissible to non-kohen. once you've sealed the container, and then it gets mixed in, that one container of truma, it will never be bottled. That being the case, mekad shows it renders the whole mixture to be forbidden, b'chol regardless of the ratio. And you'll have to sell it to a Cohen, like I said, for the value of the total mixture minus the Truma inside of it. Now, one more, like a new paragraph, if you will. Um, we're still in the world of Truma here, and we're considering um, when one has to has to um, take Truma from a mixture. Can he take true if the if the mixture is a bunch of containers? The containers are holding Tevel, and they need to be. Tie. the Truma needs to be removed from the mixture. So you'll take, you know, if you have 100 jugs, you're supposed to take, you know, 150th, meaning 2%, or, you know, two of the 100 jugs um, should be set aside as Truma Gadola. So the question is, is it okay for you to take, if you have 100 sealed containers, to take two of them and call them Truma on behalf of the uh, the 100 sealed containers? And the reason why it's going to be a problem, as we'll see in the mission in a moment, is because you may recall from Masekos, uh we discuss it a little bit, and we'll get to Nachal a little more coming up. As Hashem, that there's a requirement when you take Truma that the um, all the things you're tithing together and taking Truma on have to be minham um, Mukaf; they have to all be like kind of close together in a single, close to one another, sufficiently close and commingled. Um, and the Mishnah's point here is that sealed containers are like little islands to themselves. And if you have 100 sealed containers of tevil, they cannot the liquid inside those sealed containers cannot can be considered commingled with the other um, containers that are sealed. Which would mean then, as the mission will say, that you would have to take truma from each and every bottle separately. So it would not be sufficient to take two of the 100 bottles and call them truma if they've been sealed already. The next mission will consider um, if you've got this mess and you have to, you know, it's obviously a massive pain in the neck to have to tithe hundred bottles individually. Um, so what do you do that will be the next mission. But here the mission says inside, achlo gafan. If you haven't yet sealed these containers, let's say the hundred containers of, of tevel, torem me'achas al you can take one bottle, or in the ratio that I gave, you need, you need two containers, but you can take um, from an individual container on behalf of the whole mixture. Let's say fifty. But once the containers have been sealed as Tevel, so then Torah, Mikol Achas, V'Achas, you'll be required to take trumas and misos from each and every bottle separately because they're no longer considered to be minomukaf, so you can't take truma from them anymore. And uh, like I said before, I suggest you follow on this mission with the next mission right now.